Hi, welcome to the Totally Not a Conspiracy Theory podcast. I'm your host, Kanye West. Joining me today are Kyrie Irving and Alex Jones. <laughs> What's it's going on, guys? water! What's up, yay? What's going on, guys? How's it going today? Going. It's been the, it's been the warm, our last warmest day, like 10 days so far yeah. this, this autumn. When I was driving earlier, it was 69 degrees outside Nice up here, which is like unheard of. It, it should be That's like peak <laughs> summer weather for you guys. Yeah. Well, that doesn't Wild. fill me with any existential dread at all. But anyway, <laughs> we have a really exciting elite episode for you today. Yeah. We are joined by the one, the only Adam Ernie. He will be joining us for an interview very shortly, but before then... I would like to dive into a couple things that have been happening around the Detroit sports world. First off, how about them Lions? Dude, no. (laughs) (laughs) Most of the time, most of the time when we do our Detroit sports update, I'm like, I I think I'm I'm the Lions guy on on the show. Yeah. You don't really seem like the Lions guy this week, unfortunately. I listen. I'm numb. Like in the past. It's, it's easy to get upset. It really is. But if you go into the game with no expectations, they can't hurt you. So that's all it is. And I told you after I went to the Seahawks game, I wasn't going to go to any more games. All of my friends who went to the Dolphins game, they're like, this one feels different. And I told them to fuck off. You and made a prediction last week. Yeah. That they are going to have a lead in the first half. Uh-huh. And then in the second half, they're going to fall apart. Yes. How do you do it? And it's like there's a fucked up flag, I think. Like, yeah, I I think the more impressive part about the entire prediction, Maddie, is the score score. was almost spot on. The score. (laughs) And to be to be frank, I knew the Lions weren't going to win, but I said Lions would win. So it's even closer to the reality. Yeah. But no one actually I was gonna say no one will believe that. But I feel like if you're a Lions fan, you get it. So, Frank, let me ask you a question since you're being frank right now. I'm always Frank. Oh, <laughs> this Sunday they yeah. are playing. I'll, I don't know yeah. who they're playing. They're playing Green, Green Bay. Bay. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I'm still gonna watch. So probably. Oh, I hate what do you myself. think is gonna happen? Oh, you want another prediction? Because I have one. Because I've had him on my fantasy league this year. Aaron okay, Rogers listen. Yeah, go ahead. Is having a dog shit year. Yeah. And I think this is going to be the game where he either turns things around and like goes back to being, you know, Aaron Rodgers or the Lions break him and he is never the same again. Listen to my prediction. My prediction. Here we go. Write this one down, boys. Break it down. Do you want like a full game analysis or just the final score? You give us as much as you want. Yeah, whatever (laughs) you want to do here, Maddie. Okay. I think... As per last week, we will come out decently strong in the first half. I think that Lions deep. No, I think we're going to do a trick play in the second quarter. And well, my final prediction for the game is, listen, even if I don't think they're going to win, I'm going to always predict that the Lions are going to win. Lions 24, Green Bay 17. I was thinking 21, like 24, oh. 21. They're real close, like neck and mm-hmm. neck. You're real stressed out over it. And then like the Lions either snatch defeat from the jaws of victory or, you know. Crumble miserably. Could also be a blowout. 
We don't have Hawk now. Hawk is gone. Dude. I really think it's just going to be an absolute barn burner. It's going to be so boring to watch. You have so many Packer fans up there too. Oh, yeah, dude. It's... It is hell week for me, to be honest, because it's Super Bowl weekend between the Lions what and the it, Packers. Oh, ew, the Super Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> <What> the name? <laughs> 2022 Super Bowl champions. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe yeah. the Lions can pull it off. I they can't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not, not hopeful. Cut it down. My Yo, dad. can we... <laughs> Can we talk about the Pistons? And I know y'all saw the video of Hooper handing out Dude, the L. Oh my God. <laughs> that had to be the funniest thing I had to oh see all God. fucking day. Like, like that kind of brings back the point we were making last week about like how interactive the Pistons right. are with their fans. Mm. They have an ice cam. Like literally people They're will so show good. their bling. Fucking right. they'll get rappers out there. And, and they, they do get... that at almost every, like every game uh-huh. I've seen, they've done that. Something else I noticed, I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but like the Pistons, they don't, at least the game that I watched last, they didn't have any, like, in the breaks, like, dudes breaking it down, like, you know, Charles Barkley's bald-ass head or some shit, like, some guy talking. They show, like, what we see on the Jumbotron, but they, like, televised it, and we don't get that for Wings games. I'm not saying it's a good or bad thing. It's just different. It's a unique angle, yeah. I mean, I think think the NBA is, like, really, really good at marketing. Like, they give their players a platform to speak. They allow them to, like, be outrageous because they have outrageous right. people there. I, I don't understand what do you how mean? Kyrie Wait. Irving is still playing. But... What do you mean by outrageous people, Jake? You ever meet Kyrie Irving? <laughs> I have not. Have you met Kyrie Irving? No, and I don't think I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep it real. That guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah, no oh, the Pistons are even playing in Paris. I think I can't remember which day it is, but sometime soon. Or cool, by let's the time fly out there. I think it might be today. I don't know. I suck. I haven't really caught too many games. You guys know how how they're doing this year. Two and seven right now. They're kind of mm. not great, yeah. but like but they beat they beat Golden State. Yeah, I was about to say they beat Golden State. Okay. And no, uh, they just signed uh Bogdanovich to two years. Yeah, I like so, him. He's cool. Yeah, he's cool. I, like I fuck him. with him. Mm-hmm. I, I vibe with this whole team. Like even if they're bad, like they right ride good, or die. It's yeah. a young core. They're building yeah. and they're growing. It like, just feels like the wings in a way. I kind of. Honestly, Young, feel like dudes. I feel like the Pistons are further along in the rebuild than um than the Wings because they've got those like cornerstone talents like Cade and Jaden and all right. these other guys. Like, well, we have you know. Raymond and I mean, yeah, we got Cider Raymond, Cider Larkin. Larkin. I feel like that's the same sort of feeling. I'm very curious about how like who's going to be a playoff team first because I think the Pistons, if they like pull it together, could be a play-in team. Like they could be a bubble team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know the east is beast though that's the only problem like that whole division is stacked it'd be Damn. interesting it'd be Jake's interesting to know guy. <laughs> i got the bad boy shirt on today so <laughs> sorry Tom. Intre- yeah. it'd be interesting to know like how long it takes to do a rebuild in each sport and compare like how long it does take like, it's always going to be different it's always going to be it's going to be different every year every team like yeah and there's no the real way to measure it the lions been doing this right shit for 50 years the tigers have been rebuilding for like 10 years now yeah it feels like it 
Yeah, I just don't. Bit less, but... I know that like with football, it's supposed to be like pretty quick because you know you get the players and they're like Supposedly, immediately ready. Yeah. Like Supposedly. you know you throw them in the roster right away. Where like with hockey and baseball, it's a little less common to immediately get those starters. And yeah. basketball, I imagine, is probably quick with like building too because you know it's a small roster. But yeah, and then having base... said that, like <laughs> baseball is nearly impossible to try to like really right. analyze like how what you have to have to rebuild. If only there were some sort of movie out there where we could get an inept, like a really nice in-depth view of how people manipulate numbers and stats to build a team. Are you talking Bill James, author of The Man Beside the Train Tracks or some shit like that? She's talking Moneyball. Wait, (laughs) Tom. He he has another book. It's about a serial killer. Tom is a baseball like king. Like this man is like... Pulls encyclopedic knowledge out of no one. No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> so he's Rain Man. He's Rain Man no. with baseball. <laughs> Wait, but Rain that, Man actually that did is, have... Yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is Rain Man. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that is Rain Man. That's Rain an Man entire in the movie, scene. <laughs> he has like all the stats from the like a baseball mm-hmm. book back in... Watch it. Well, yeah, he's have Rain you never seen I've Rain seen Man? I've seen it. Jake? I just don't remember it. It's been like a long time. It's all I remember first... is the scene... It's Whether the moment like when Tom Bushism. Cruise meets. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I just remember the scene where they're in like the doctor's office and he knocks over the popsicle sticks and he's like 327. Like he just knew the number right away. Like, are you talking they about the, the toothpick scene when they're. Yeah, the, the toothpicks. The toothpicks. Yeah, Tom is coming for your throat. Are you hey, talking about I don't think you've picks? seen this movie. <laughs> um, actually, I saw yeah. the hangover scene where they go to the casino. <laughs> that, that is, that was in the movie. Um, speaking of baseball, though, I have two things. First off, what? have you guys noticed that there haven't been like, you know, like like in the like nineties and early two thousands, there were tons of baseball movies like about how baseball is magic yeah. and like you know it brings families together. Yeah. And, like, oh, yeah. look at this amazing thing! There it's, were a lot of good baseball movies. I haven't seen any good ones since. Well, because baseball and like viewership and shit has kind of fallen off a little bit. Yeah, what, they really need to figure it out. Think it is like is it like? I think honestly, baseball's a, this is a really like. This is a hot take, but baseball is a slow sport and people nowadays are used to everything being so fast. So like, I don't even know that many people my age who enjoy baseball because they say it's boring. And like, I think it's just like too quote unquote boring for people. And and, like, I don't know. Rob Manfred's the commissioner, right? Yeah. Yeah. Rob Manfred. They've been trying to make the game faster with like pitch, like pitch clocks and all that. But I don't think it's really going to. I have a solution. What yeah. is it? Rob Manfred, reach out to us. We will TikTokify <laughs> baseball. There will be dances. There will be coordination. There will oh, be no. lip syncing. And I'll tell you what, those what? Zoomers are going to go crazy for that. Maybe put in some like Sigmund Freud type shit, you know, like some parent child stuff. Like we, we keep bringing up Freud. I was just about to say challenge Jake not to bring up Freud on an episode. <laughs> Jake learns philosophy or Jake learns psychology 101 and starts <laughs> quoting it all the time. My second baseball thing though. This Justin is Verlander. I know. Justin Verlander is in the World Series right now. Oh, Jake, you keep twisting the knife. You go, and we lost Hawk and this and yeah. Justin Verlander. Like, what are you, are you trying to hurt me today? Yes. I what? thought you were, yes, I thought that he's was, in I the World Series. <laughs> 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 no, okay. Jake, Jake's bringing up JV because 
so there was an article that I wasn't able to read because there's a fucking paywall for Detroit Free Press. Oh, from the guy, that guy yeah. who everybody hates, that writer from Free Press. Which one? There's like a million of them. No, everybody yeah, hates one. Them. No, 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 the like the master troll of Free Press. Uh, is he the dude who is. like is always mean about the lions, and then people are like like clown on him? What's his Maybe. name, Tom? I don't know. I didn't see who wrote the article, but anyway, the title it's of that it guy was, though. Yeah, it probably is. I wouldn't doubt it. The title of it was Detroit Tigers fans must root for Justin Verlander. Must, must root for Justin Verlander in the World Series. I thought it and said they shouldn't. Hold on. No, it 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 said must. Are you one hundred percent sure? Carlos Menard. Mon- yeah, him, Menares? him, him. Yeah. He's the yeah. guy who was like, "This Lions team's gonna suck." <laughs> like when Hard Knocks came out, and then everyone was mad at him, but he actually ended up being right. I hate that he was right. No, Tom. <laughs> Tom, it says Detroit Tigers fans must root against Justin Verlander. Oh. Oh, <laughs> you had one job. Why would you uh, root against him? He's just a guy. Like he's well, just trying we'd to win. Love, we'd love to read the article, but Free Press has a paywall. But oh, thanks, Carlos. Really he's supposed to be a free here. agent after the season. Would y'all would y'all take Verlander back though? I yeah, yeah. What, we got nothing right else going after on. Fuck it. Season. Like who cares? <laughs> we got no, nothing absolutely. else. <laughs> Give the fans something to come to, you know? <sighs> like okay, another I question. Think, yeah. Is there a more dedicated fan base than Philly? Detroit. Oh my Next God. <laughs> Tom. Bro, have you ever been to Ford Field? Like, yeah. Like, yeah <laughs> have you seen those bald ass motherfuckers who paint their entire bald oh. head blue and silver? Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't tell if they're like into humiliation or into edging. Like, they're just into fucking it's gonna be different defending this time. the den. <laughs> The only thing that gets them off is defending our MF den. Okay, well, last thing in the Detroit sports update, though. Whoa, like, this is I know, we've had a long beefy, one. Bro. If you are from Michigan and you do not defend the den, <laughs> you are... You don't deserve shit. A you don't coward. T- Yo, that tweet of mine went off. Be, if, if- <laughs> be a real Detroiter or go move to wherever your team is. Go Fucking be a Cleveland Pittsburgh. Browns fan. No one, no one who was formerly a Lions fan supports Cleveland, Jake. That's not where they're Can going. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, I'm done with the Lions. I'm going to move to a real team like Cleveland. <laughs> That's a real masochist. Um, no, I tweeted like a month ago. I was like, if you're a Michigan man and you don't support the Lions, like you're from here, you have no reason. You're fraud. No, I said you don't deserve head. And you know how many like people came into my mentions like, well, I became a Steelers fan because I like happiness and I do just fine with my wife. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, Craig. When, whenever my boss comes in and fucks my wife, he lets me watch. <laughs> like, that's, that's the same energy, you know? Like, and people like just, just tweeted at me. My wife's like, boyfriend says business. I'm allowed to watch the Steelers once a oh. week. Like, oh. <laughs> you know, like, oh, come God. on, bro. Oh, I'm a Bills fan now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. You're a fan of a team that's really good right now. I would have never. That is so guessed. funny how that I, happened. I lived with a guy in college, and let me lay out his fan. His nice from the rich part of Chicago. And let me lay out his fandom. <laughs> Tom is just laughing. Early 2010s. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He was a Packers no, fan. No, because he literally jumped it, no, around. It's already it's terrible. terrible. He was an Ohio years. State fan. He is the worst person I have ever a heard. A Blackhawks fan. No, it's gonna be worse somehow. Is he a Yankees and fan? And a Yankees fan. <laughs> oh my god, that's like. 
Jake, if you ask me, what is the worst type of person that I can construct? Those are all of the attributes yeah. I would oh, give Oh, dog, them. I didn't even tell you what basketball team he likes. Wait, let me Take guess. guess. Lakers or Actually, Celtics? He's a Celtics fan. Okay, that racist. was my second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we should talk hockey. We should also, talk hockey. to clarify, I was thinking of a different person, but Jake. Oh, is. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for um, that clarification. <laughs> speaking of clarification i think we got a very key question answered in what? the game against buffalo Ville huso is the starter of this team people are gonna get so mad at you for saying that i Not like me. ned i really do and we I all wish do the best. he's a yeah. great dude great like he's fun to watch mm-hmm. but like he gets when he, he gets in his own head man he, he gets really rattled. does he really does he lets one goal go past him and then the rest i mean just fall. Yeah. wait i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with you with with an asterisk to say one a lot of those goals that went in he could have done nothing to stop yeah so i'll start by saying that like the team in front of him really let him down and even though there were some shots which you know you could say that an nhl goalie you they should be making that save it's unfair to say because of that so i'm just gonna say like as a precursor he did well Considering the circumstances, but I agree with you and still think Huso should be our like solid starter. Yeah, he and, made some uh, great saves at some points where I was like, okay, that could have been a lot worse. The thing, the thing for me, which like really hurts the most, and like going back to like twisting the knife, like we can't just lose like a normal team by like one or two goals. It's gotta it's be just, a blowout. Every it's time. gotta be a blowout. And yeah. that just that's what hurts. Like I can walk I'll I almost never will turn off the game, but if it's a blowout and like the, for this game I'm talking about, I had to turn it off for my own well-being. I can't, I can't sit and watch us get scored on eight times. I have like an optimist take with this though, because the Sabres can only go up from here. (laughs) Well, the Sabres just blew out Pittsburgh too. And Pittsburgh is considered like a playoff team. Well, um, good for Buffalo. I'm so, so happy yeah. for that. I don't know if Buffalo's like on one right now or if they just got hot. I mean, they always get hot in October and then everybody goes, is Buffalo a playoff team? <laughs> and then like by January, they're at the basement again. Right. Yeah. And then we have kind of like the inverse with the Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. They're just absolutely tanking. And like Ryan said it best. He said he doesn't want them to like lose during the normal, the regular season. He wants them to be like a, like a, playoff looking team and then get as they always do yeah uh, that's where the real in the first round out. that's that's how you feel good you know that's like a real feel-good moment but when they're losing now it's just sad like, get it together come it's on, a little guys. bit funny just a little bit I mean, it's of funny of course it's funny. funny well did you guys i think you sent me that video of the guy <laughs> yeah because Tom hasn't seen it. it okay so i sent jake and a few others a video there's a guy in the gta greater toronto area who he looks like the the neckbeard guy that they have on south park like identical to him so if you will need an image of what he looks like but anyway he found who's kyle dubas's grandma yeah kyle dubas's grandma she replied to a tweet about like the team and she's like hoping for a win tonight and, and the dude was like telling he her why video. his grandson yeah in a video why her grandson sucks and it's his fault and like it's so like psychotic. Oh, he's like, dear okay. grandmama Dubas. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Yes. Yeah. Okay, like oh. I, I hate Toronto and everything that's going wrong with them is obviously Dubas's fault. 
probably not everything. But I think it's a culture thing. It's probably of course, a, of course it's probably a lot that. of things all He's... coming together, but Dubas is the one that kind of everything falls onto. That's Jake? a little much well, to like reply to his yeah. grandma. That's well, did, that's a lot. Come did you on. See the, did you see the like video of Mitch Marner getting told to do something different and he got like pissed and he got benched and he starts slamming his really? like, stick? Yeah. No. It was like a baby having a temper tantrum. I'm like, dude, yeah. come on. Like, you can't act like that. You're a star. Like, pull a it star. together. I, like, I've seen, I've seen players get pissed. Like, I said, like Ned literally broke his stick at the end of the Sabres game. Yeah. But like, if you're, you know, like this, like getting told, like you need to play differently or like you need to play better, and then you like whine about it like that, like you're, you know, you're being a baby. Okay, so because I was having a lot of internet problems during the Sabers game, which oh yes, let's get kinda, back to Sabers game, <laughs> kind of thankfully. I and wish I did I see Ned here. break his stick. Why was he out there till goal it, eight? It was at the very end of the game. Okay, I think. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I think maybe Lalone asked to pull him because I saw him talking to him for a second, oh, and maybe God. he's just like, "I just want to play this out." Like I don't know. Okay. Um. It, but, I was just wondering that. Yeah. But I mean, to Maddie's point, like it isn't just he wasn't the sole fault of how that game. Oh went. my God. There were so oh, many bad players. So bad. Robert Hag. If Robert Hag is still on this roster in a week, I will be mortified. It like, looked like. like- yeah. To me, that from what I did get to see, it looked like everyone was going and skating through water. That's how slow they looked. Yeah, there were it, there were good signs of life, you know, at some point. Yeah, Larkin looked fucking great. Yeah, I turned that off at the end of the second, so I don't want to. I mean, um, I let, I thought Andrew Cop played well. He actually like seemed to be <laughs> picking up speed, picking up some speed. Yeah, there's one player who did really bad, but. I don't know if I want to mention his name. Um, I already know who it is then. Yeah. That's right, guys. Yeah. Mo Sider had a bad game. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. But yeah, kind of. I mean, it it certainly wasn't his greatest, but I mean, still a young career. So yeah, yeah. Everyone's entitled to a bad game. We can just be like every other podcast, be like, is cider in a slump? Is Raymond oh, in a slump? God, no, I'm not. No. That was a joke. I know. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's everyone's entitled to a bad night. If they can all not have the bad night on the same fucking Listen, game, that would be great. You know what? I think Maddie has a point. We need to overreact. Let's <laughs> thank you. Let's Please. trade Larkin and be done with this. <laughs> and promote Zadina to captain. Yes. All he needs to do is work on his skating, his shooting, his hockey IQ, his offensive awareness, defensive awareness, speed, acceleration, deking, and ability to contribute. And boom, perfect player. And put him on a line with Crosby and McKinnon. And then put behind him, like, you got to put Kale McCarr and, like, Nick Lidstrom in his prime. Boom, you're set. Elite player. The count. Look at that guy. Him. <laughs> the official count. Marty right Brodeur is, is in net. <laughs> Zadina is elite. I don't I mean, know how he did it. He's having get him on the show. Here. The no, account is two. All right, Tom. Zadina your homework assignment is to reach out to Zadina and tell him that we're sorry that we're mean to him sometimes, but like. Know. The count is three. What is he talking about? He's. I think he's counting Zadina's. Now four. We're at four. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. We're going to do the Bernie interview now. Here comes the Ernie interview. Boom.
All right, good morning, everyone, and welcome to 313 Hockey. Today, we're very excited. We have our first Red Wings player on the podcast, Adam Ernie, sometimes known as Elite Adam Ernie. I don't know, Adam, have you ever heard, have you heard the fans been calling you that? I think I've been pushing it pretty hard, just Elite Adam Ernie. It has a really nice roll <laughs> off the tongue. I've seen it here and there on Twitter for sure. So okay, actually- yeah, go ahead, Jake. That's a good question. Um, because how, how often do the like players, how often do you guys like normally check Twitter? We uh, all wonder, like, I would say I used to check it a lot more. Like I just kind of stopped during the season. I think there's just a lot more negative than positive sometimes. Doesn't really matter who you are, but I try to stay off uh, Twitter a little bit during the season. Um, but I do like to keep it because it's a good source of like information for um, you know, trades and, and updates and stuff, but I try not to d- dive too deep down those those rabbit holes of comments and, and uh, you know, just fan comments. They're funny people sometimes, too. So, yeah, you get the good with the bad, right? Yeah, you know, I think a lot of times, yeah, the bad outweighs the good, unfortunately, you know. But oh, no. Despite all of us surprised. calling you elite. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't <laughs> We're pushing the propaganda, bro. Don't we, you worry. It's I not propaganda. Know. It's not. It's It's real. So that's why we're so excited to have you on. I know you saw the video of me talking about you. You favorited that tweet and that kind of spurred us like really wanting to have you on. And yeah, I, so again, thanks for, for joining. I think sure. one thing that the fans talk a lot about when it comes to the, the Adam Ernie discussion is your involvement with NFTs. So I want to hear a little bit. What's with the NFTs? NFTs, um, I just got into those a little bit with um a guy that i knew from back home and one of my friends and i was into crypto already a little bit trying to learn about that and just another one of those things i kind of got down the rabbit hole and just kind of started doing a little research um and just kind of enjoyed doing it in my off time i've taken a little step back from it now i think the whole stuff's a little bit cooled off right now but i'm mm-hmm. just holding on to what i had but um I, I was definitely into it there for a little bit okay so you still have them you're still I'm still holding on to them, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I okay. Think, the people wanted to know. Yeah, I think the same thing with with like the stocks and crypto right now. I think everything's mm. a little bit down right now, but that market's yeah, volatile. It is. Well, highs and lows. So I noticed you pivoted into the clothing brand. So um, do you want to talk to us a little bit about that? Like, how did that yeah. come to be? Yeah, I think uh, I think everybody just kind of assumed that was going to be a clothing brand. I don't. That wasn't really my. Um, I guess my main focus in it, I haven't even really started doing any clothes or anything yet, but uh, my main focus was to just, just create a platform that was more engaging to the fans. I was just, you know, when, when I'm creating content, I was thinking back to like, you know, nine, 10, 11, 12 year old self. And um, when I was just such a hockey junkie and, and what I wanted to see and what I didn't have access to and, and um, just kind of create, videos of you know behind the scenes um whether it is at home or at the rink or on the road and just stuff that you know everyday you know hockey fans don't get to see and just give them access to that yeah i know a lot of us are really curious about that honestly like yeah um, yeah i think i think it's it's uh it's a space that you know hockey players haven't necessarily dived into yet um and i'm just kind of learning as i go and, and working with uh with krista like i think you guys have talked to obviously yeah. get me on here but yeah we're just kind of playing with it uh we're using that recast pod um platform yeah and it's it's been good so far it's 
you know, she does a lot of the work as far as the ideas. And then I'm just trying to create the the content and trying to get people to, to, to check in and, and see what's going on. Can you speak to like when we can expect to see that dropping? Because we all we all really have been keen to we said we're all going to get it all and put it on the on the show and we're all going to wear the Adam Ernie brand. A hundred percent. Yeah, I think uh, I've took my time trying to get the, the content out there and I definitely am going to take a little time to make sure that, you know, whatever I give out as far as uh, like merch and clothing and stuff is exactly what what I want it to be. So I definitely have some samples on the way soon. But um, like I said, it wasn't wasn't what I had originally planned. So when everybody started asking for it, I, I uh, <laughs> I was surprised. So I'm on it though. I'm on it. The people want it. <laughs> they do. No, I give the people what they want. You Excellent. have to. And you I have will. been on the ice. I think, I think one thing that I talked about in the video that you liked, and maybe it wasn't the nicest, but I did talk about the, the, how you played last season versus this season. And yeah. a lot of us have noticed a huge shift in like the best way. Yeah. Uh, coming into the, you know, in the preseason and now in the regular season, can you talk to like some of the things which you've changed in your game? Like why maybe this, this change has happened in for this season? Well, I think, um, you know, last year was just, just a down year for me. I think mm. production wise, I don't think there was that much stuff I was changing. I mean, you looked two years ago and mm-hmm. that's kind of what I was doing this year. And, yeah. um, you know, I think that just happens sometimes. You have you have a down year, and you know it's I guess it's just how you bounce back from it, and you just can't let those pile up. So I mean, you've played over three hundred NHL games now, right? Yeah. At what so far? I mean, it's obviously been a long career so far, but like, what has been your favorite moment so far of your career? A single favorite moment, I think. I think there's a couple. I think. I think every time that my kids get to go to the games on the weekends, oh. they're, they're so young right now. So they only get to come to a couple games when they don't school the next day. I think it's super fun to see them like in warm-ups and then when I come off the ice for warm-ups. Um, and then I think the you know the classic everyone says their first game because I think that's probably the the only time that I think my entire family was able to go to the game. And um, I think most people will tell you it's a lot more rewarding to know that you know they were able to be there and um, kind of feel like they got they got something out of all the sacrifice that you know they were able to to give to, during my uh, you know whole career so far. So I think it's that was super cool to like have them be a part of that. Family man, love it. <laughs> yeah, that is so wholesome. I love that. I I think I saw either you or your wife had posted them in their little Ernie jerseys. It yeah. was so cute. I was. Uh, yeah, I, I thought that was really wholesome. So I love that that's your favorite part of the game. And I think, yeah, we, we'd love to know a little bit more about who you are, like as a person off the ice. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, right now I'm dead. So it's <laughs> um, pretty crazy. But I do think having kids is is amazing. And it, it really kind of puts things in perspective because, you know, before them, hockey is just so consuming and, Right. You bad, if you have a bad game or just mm-hmm. a bad day, you just bring it home with you. And when you have kids, you come home and it's like, you just completely forget about it. And, you know, there's bigger things to worry about and not time to think about that. So I do think that that's kind of helped me and just makes it more enjoyable to go to the rink when just not all you're thinking about all the time and you get to you know enjoy it a little bit more. And you realize there's you know more important things in life than 
you know, having a tough day at the rink. So, you know, it's been great. Do you think that, so you have three kids, right? I do, yeah. Do you think the more kids you have, the better your performance on ice will be? <laughs> well, I'm not having more than three, so <laughs> I don't think we're going to find that out. But, <laughs> um, but no, I, I think uh, three is a good number for me. I felt like pretty good about two, and then I feel outnumbered right now so <laughs> but no it's good it's it's they're so close in age and they're they're best yeah. friends and the youngest one's still a baby so she's she's still you know growing but the oldest two they they're in the same room and the same class and they just they're great that's awesome yeah we love that so i mean as far as off the rink goes too um do you have any like teammates that you hang out with normally or like you know people you go out with yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, um, I think, you know, you hear from everybody, but with our team, it's honestly so true. It's like on the road, it's like you go with someone different all the time. Our team is just super close. This is definitely the the closest locker room I've had. Honestly, like I go to different, you know, dinner with someone different every trip, but I've always been super close with Ras, Z, Joey, you know, the younger crew, but, you know, like on the plane, I sit with, you know, Larks and, Razor and Bert and Ras. So we play cards together. So I mean it's really just a mixed bag. We have such a such a uh tight locker room. And I think I think it definitely is gonna translate on the ice. Awesome. That's, yeah, that's really good to hear. You play cards and you've been in Detroit since 2019. Do you do you know what Euchre is? Yeah, that's what we uh, yeah. yeah. You we guys play like Euchre? We don't we don't always not specifically, yes! but we have we have in the past. I said I was gonna say we play that we we played that a little bit um, last year, but typically we play uh, sharps. I don't know if you know what that is. Yeah, it's pretty similar. Did the Michigan guys teach everyone how to play, or did you did you know what it was? I did know how to play. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, for some reason, I thought it was more of like a very Michigan thing, but that mm-hmm. makes me happy that you're playing that. <laughs> yeah. Right so, on. Yeah. You're kind yeah. of our inside guy in the locker room right now. Yeah. Um, you know, as our first person we get to talk to, what is yeah. something that you think would help from like a fan's perspective um, when it comes to like rooting for the team? Like, are there things that you find that help? Um, well, I definitely think like just the noise in the building is is great sometimes. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely think that they, you know, they appreciate um, the things in the game that, maybe some of the other fan bases don't like, I think our, our, our fans definitely know hockey and, um, you know, they appreciate, you know, not just the goal scoring and, and the points, right. scoring, but you know, they can, they can acknowledge when, you know, somebody's doing something right or, mm-hmm. or just a little detail that, you know, we all notice on the bench, but you know, it's pretty obvious to us that, you know, we can tell that, you know, you guys obviously know hockey. So, you know, that, that's, that's good. You know, when we're having, you know, a third or fourth line shift, that's, you know, keeping them in their zone or being physical and, you know, it's being encouraged by, you know, the fans that, you know, make sure they go do it again. So we definitely nice. have that home ice advantage for sure. I'll make sure we start screaming, shoot the puck more. Um, I know that's <laughs> really helpful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, the fans this season, I think in general, like have really rallied around supporting you too. I don't know if they, if this is noticeable besides checking Twitter, but do you, do you notice a difference in the fans? Um. I again I try to stay off the social media okay. I, I like I, I'm on it I just like I've just tried to stay away from I respect you know, that 
because you read a positive comment and it's nice but then you read you know you start you start going down the negative stuff and it's just I think it just has way more of an effect on on everybody if you start going down that stuff so I think it's kind of like a universal like thing that you learn after a couple years of playing in the league it's like it's not worth reading all the positive stuff to, oh. to go down the negative stuff you know it's just even if it you don't know who it is and you know it's just some person some behind their computer it's just like yeah. you know it's just the way it goes so it sucks because it takes away from you know like you guys and interacting with you guys right so but you know it is what it is I do have a meta question for you um sure. you are so you've been on two different teams at Eisman built obviously yep. Tampa and then Detroit do you see any similarities in like how the roster is structured to Tampa's or do you see like a philosophical difference? I don't, I wouldn't say that. I would just say, you know, what's expected of us. Um, you know, Steve's a pretty serious guy, but he's pretty honest and fair. So, yeah. um, you know, whatever you, you give on the ice, you know, he's going to, you know, he's going to judge you. So, uh, you know, whether that's negative or positive, I think, you know, he expects you to just leave it all out there. And he's obviously a super, you know, smart guy in the hockey world. And he knows, you know, different guys give different things. Um, but he definitely isn't afraid to keep you accountable no matter who you are. And I do like that. So I guess that would probably be my only, you know, similarities. He just doesn't care, you know, if you're captain of the team or you're a guy that's in and out of the lineup. He's, you know, he's going to make sure that you know, you're doing your part. Maddie, do you have anything else? No, I mean, I'm, I think we've gone through most of my questions. Uh, Adam, do you have any questions for us? I don't think so. But, um, yeah, I got plenty of time. So whatever you guys got. <laughs> cool, man. Um, honestly, Adam, where can, we, where can we find you? Or what can we look forward to in the future? Um, you guys can all feel free to you know, hit me up in, uh, in the comments on Instagram with you know, more stuff, what you guys want to see. I'm all for uh the ideas and you know i'm trying to brainstorm them all myself so i think we have the stick taping stuff that's coming oh, yeah. out um the skate sharpening stuff again those are you know i was always a stick junkie growing up so I, that's all stuff i wanted to see and you know we can definitely get some some, some guest appearances whoever you know whoever you guys want to see so you know I'm, like i said i'm just kind of trial and error right now trying to see what everybody likes and wants and so yeah, I'm open to suggestions for sure. I like we are that happy to provide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I also do, as a former player, I, I like that you're, like, appealing to kids who play and, like, show yeah. that. I was a goalie, so, like, the stick taping and stuff. Yeah. Still interesting, but I think it's going to make a – I think the more that, you know, everyone's online, as you mentioned, but the, the more that we can see, like, you're a real guy and just, yeah. you know, you, you do – you tape your stick, too. Like, sometimes yeah. it's such – easy to forget about that so like the more that we can see like adam ernie the human rather than like adam ernie the detroit red wings player i think I, that's the co- sort of content that i enjoy so mm-hmm. yeah for sure i have a yeah, stick taping you. question actually. Yeah, oh, go ahead. so i've seen a couple pictures of like some pretty bad tape jobs in, yeah. the, in the nhl who do you think mm-hmm. has the worst tape job on the team on our team put this way i don't think it's an awful tape job i just think it's like if you give like a dad that doesn't never play hockey in his life a stick and you said tape it, like that's how he would tape it because it's the most standard tape job ever is Suter. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. It's, just, it's not like a bad one, you know, it's just a, just a classic. Like, 
just boring yeah mm-hmm. but it worked for him so like i've seen that jamie ben one where he just tapes the very yeah. end like oh just yeah. absurd to me that freaks yeah. me out <laughs> i don't like that <laughs> yeah, no, yeah but yeah no with the, with the content stuff i think something that like i've tried to figure out and navigate to is if you can't like i can't just bring my phone and then you know video everything with all the guys like right. the guy would i wouldn't like that like if someone was yeah. one of the other guys so it's I'm just trying to create stuff that's, you know, kind of like behind the scenes in the quiet. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We're, we're just playing with it for now, but that was kind of like my main focus. So when everybody wanted merch, I understand it now, but I didn't mm-hmm. realize that everyone was going to think that that's what I was doing. Yeah. But I was going more, more for the content side, but if, you know, mm. everybody wants it, that's all the you guys. got to give the people what you want. Oh, yeah. You gotta. Yeah, I know. So. The man of the people yeah. that is kind yeah. of what they've been saying oh, many have said it <laughs> we we had a discussion yesterday about mm-hmm. different breeds of dog yeah in terms of the guys on the team how would you just like if you were an ant this is a really dumb question i know it's dumb i think i, like, have, the, I, think I have the dogs that describe <laughs> awesome <Yeah. laughs> that's gonna be the name of this episode ernie has the dogs <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, then I, I was, we definitely said you have the dog in you and it's definitely been true. So yeah. Awesome. Okay. We love that. Yeah. Have you guys get anybody else on there? Trying to? I, we'd, lo- we'd love to. It's just We've had McCarty on. McCarty's a big like oh, pal yeah, yeah. of the show, but like no current players. You're the first. You're the first one that we actively like really tried to get on though. Yeah. You guys get to most of the games? I do. Yeah. 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 She lives right in Detroit. Um, I live in Pittsburgh right now, so I try okay. to just go when I can. But yeah, we're going to be going a lot during November uh, when I'm home for a while. It's going to be a good time. I'm psyched. Yeah. So you're from um, Detroit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up in Macomb, right around the corner. Nice. Cool. Well, cool, Adam. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, we yeah, really appreciate having you on. And we're really looking forward to seeing how you do the rest of the season. Yeah, thanks. Definitely. Happy to circle back anytime. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. Take Thanks care. a lot, Adam. We're gonna uh, we're gonna keep hyping you up on Twitter. So thanks. even if you do check, and there's some bad ones, most of it I see is positive. So Perfect. if you're checking, hope hope that's what you're seeing. All right, thank you guys. Appreciate it. So that was Ernie. We laughed. We cried. It was great. We didn't either of those. No, we didn't. I don't even remember. I, honestly, I like blacked out when we went and interviewed him. I like don't remember what we talked about, but I, I think it went pretty well. And terribly, and he out. said that he hates you, and that he was really upset that you're his biggest hater. So it's really said, weird that you forgot all that. He said it should have been me that blocked you, not Philip. <laughs> 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 and then he actually asked you to join him and his wife for a threesome, and you turned him down for some reason. They said that I looked really cute from across the bar, and they wanted <laughs> to buy me a drink. So, I mean, and then you twirled your hair. I went with your little finger. <laughs> Oh, my little finger, too. Ooh, that's tough. <laughs> Not even the big one. I know, a little pinky. With your tiny little dainty <laughs> finger. <laughs> so I'm guessing you guys enjoyed your uh, time with uh, Ernie. Oh, you're going to find what a out question. editing this video. You're going to love it. Yeah. Actually, yeah, he was really chill. He was cool. He His, was more than chill. That was our interview this week. Brand. Next week, we will be hosting Ryan Hanna from the Winged Wheel podcast. Very excited to have him on. 
He has talked to us many times about it. And, you know, as, as everybody knows, we are a charitable podcast. So we're happy to give him a platform wow. which he can speak. Because I know that he's struggling for that right now. <laughs> we're Not paying that... him. We're paying him with exposure. We're giving him exposure. It'll, it'll be a great experience. <laughs> I know he hung out with like Elliot Friedman and he's been on like all these other crazy things. But Has he? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. What he's been cool getting like guy. a big media tour. But he hasn't been on 313 Hockey yet. Right. So. He hasn't made it yet. It's like before Leo really say? before Leo got his Oscar. That's kind of Ryan right. Hanna right now. We're until the, he comes on our show. We're the Oscar of podcasts. In that we're run by a bunch of frauds and um, oh, <laughs> and the elites love us. <laughs> not 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 wrong. Not, it, mm-hmm. It's not fair, yeah, not true. Fair definition. Anyway, if yeah. you guys know of anybody anybody that you'd like us to have on, or if you have ways for us to get in touch with those people, please let us know. Our DMs are open on Twitter. You can also email us at 313hockeypod at gmail.com. And we also have a PayPal. So help us. We're actually upgrading our streaming service thanks to many of our lovely donor. <laughs> so next week we will be on a fresh new fun platform. Very excited and looking forward to it. Um, I also yes, want to say on the note of getting people on the pod and like the fact that we had Adam on today. I'm so proud of us. Like we, yeah. the people awesome. wanted it. The people wanted it. We're giving it to them. We were the first to have Adam Ernie on like that's fine. You're welcome, dope. world. You're welcome. <laughs> Jake is just translating what I'm saying into an even more annoying way of saying what I'm saying, which is mm-hmm. I didn't know was possible. I'm speaking Twitter right now. But Jake made it possible <laughs> to some maybe that's why I like you so much, Jake, because you're somehow more annoying than I am, which is a really, really like hard spot to be at. I'd like to think I'm like a unique type of annoying though, because there's like the generic you're annoying s- right. where it's like right. That's so why loud. I like it. I, I'm like, a I'm a niche annoying. <laughs> that's how I feel about myself. I'm glad we got the three most annoying people that we know to start the show. Tom is annoying in like the sense that he just kind of will sit and stare at you. Like he's right. doing it right now. Or um, like he'll say something really obvious, like it's something like really and he says captivating. In a, in a profound way. Yeah. He's yeah. the dude on the podcast that's like, you know what? It's just like Larkin is pretty he's good. Really good. He's been really good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to go with the Aspen. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we have for today, guys. Um, we love you. Thank you for listening. And um, stay tuned for Ryan Hanna next week. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Especially Adam Ernie.